Hello and welcome back to Market House, a uh, podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name is Caleb and I'm the host of this show. And uh, yeah, I just want to announce officially that Christmas time in our household has officially started. And uh, you may be asking yourself, huh, it's like November, the first week of November. Uh, how could it be Christmas time already? And let me tell you why. It's the best holiday of the year. There's no doubt, no question. There's no debate. It's just plain fact. And yeah, we like to celebrate it. And this is my kind of thought process behind it. Let me tell you uh, where that, you know, this uh, this opinion comes from. And it is this, you know, very popular holiday that happens at the end of December, December 25th. Um, you may know, Christmas time. Uh it is a, you know, it's a lot. You, you decorate your house. You're, you know, you're expected to put hang lights out on your house. You're expected to decorate the inside of the house, which involves a Christmas tree, which needs, you know, lights. If you don't have a pre-lit one, you need ornaments. Uh, you need stockings hung up. You need all the junk, right? All the things that go throughout the house. So I say, why not enjoy this for as long as possible? Because it takes so dang long to put it all up. So that is why we celebrate so early, and it is also just an excuse because we just love it, right? We love the Christmas music, we love the time, we love getting together with family and friends, and it's just a fan, a, a fantastic, a fun, I'm going to create a new word called fantastic. It's a fantastic time uh, of the year, and, and we want to celebrate it as long as possible. So this means that we wanted to get our tree up as soon as possible, but... I forgot that we had thrown away our old artificial tree last year at the end of the season uh, because it was broken. There's a few broken branches, uh, some lights on it were out, and uh, it was inherited from a family friend. And so I said, you know what? Why don't we be grownups and go purchase our own tree? And we're fans of artificial trees uh, in this house because, number one, I really don't like the smell of pine, especially inside a home. And second, uh real trees shed <laughs> their dead pine needles and I'm kind of a clean freak. So I don't want to be vacuuming up needles all throughout the, you know, the couple months that it's up. So anyways, we prefer the artificial tree and it's a kind of a want you, you pay up front and then you get it for years. So uh, it's just a better all around investment. And so anyways, we went to Costco and they were not on the shelves yet. And my wife and I proceeded to call Costco pretty much every day or every other day going, is it in? Are they in yet? And, you know, they were kept saying, no, oh, try again tomorrow. We're waiting for the shipment, right? It will, it'll be in, we promise. And finally, after a couple of days of not calling, because I was so embarrassed, I'm like, they probably recognize my voice at this point. I said, let's just drive there and see what's there. Um, so we, dr we drove over and... We're walking through, and I don't see them, like, you know, usually they display the trees that they're selling, and they weren't up, and I'm like, gosh, dang it, like, they're not here yet, like, uh, so frustrated, I'm like, whatever, we need a couple things, let's go through, and I see this lady walking by with, like, you know, one of those flatbed cart things, you know, the big things, and I look at the box, and I'm like, that looks like a Christmas tree box, it has to be one, and I, you know, look over, I crane my neck, and sure enough, it is, and I'm like, oh, they're here somewhere, so I'm running like a madman, throughout Costco, like it has to be here somewhere. And I 
found it and it was the last one. And so I sprinted over to it and I grabbed the handles and I was like, uh, none of you people are grabbing this thing. So, uh, I had my wife go run and grab one of the carts and I was like, I'm staying here. So we successively nabbed the Christmas tree we wanted and uh, it is now up in the house. So that was my very long rambling way of telling you that we're big fans of Christmas and we have already decorated for the season. Uh, I'll be getting those lights up on the house pretty soon here. That's the last step. But Christmas time is here. If you're also some of those crazy people that decorate early, let us know on Instagram um, at Market House Podcast. And uh, share, uh, I don't know, pictures of your house if you want or your decorations. And maybe you have Dick, uh, Mickey decorations, Disney decorations uh, or that you want to show off. But anyways, yeah, so I say all that as well to say that this episode is going to be a little different only because we have been a little preoccupied decorating and getting ready for the season, uh, as well as attending a lot of family and friend events, which were all great, but also take time out of the week. So this week's going to be a little different, and we're going to do a news-only episode. So folks, uh, you know, strap in and let's dive into that news. All right, our first news story has to do with Christmas, believe it or not, and that is because Disneyland has already put up their Christmas trees in both Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure. And, uh, you know, the Disney Resort uh, happens to be a very big fan of Disney, and uh, I can only imagine why. Um, I think people go there in droves, you know, during the holiday season, and they, they drop a lot of cash, to say the least. So, Disney, uh, of course, are uh, big fans of, of Christmas, and uh, you know, with Christmas comes the wallets. So they they make sure to decorate early, and uh, I think they have the same uh, thought process as us, which is, hey, this takes a lot of time and effort. Let's just uh, let's milk this thing for all it's worth. <laughs> so Christmas time at Disney lasts like a good two and a half months. So they are decorated uh, for the most part. I know uh, they're continuing to decorate up until November twelfth, which is the official opening of the Christmas season at the resort. So uh, you'll see kind of more decorations go up uh, for the next few days um, until that day. So uh, yeah, look out. I think we're actually going to have some more kind of Christmas content coming up in the next few weeks because starting on the 12th, uh, that is when more um, limited uh, food options become available as well as entertainment. So you're going to see, you know, the Christmas parade, you're going to see Christmas food stuff. Of course, you know, everything's themed there. So you'll get Christmas themed food options that we can either try ourselves hopefully hopefully this year if everything works out or we'll uh you know kind of skim the interwebs and see what people are saying about certain options so we can steer you in the right direction and so you don't spend eight bucks on a uh, crappy disney dessert and maybe spend that eight bucks for a good one so anyways look out for more uh you know kind of disney or uh, disney christmas content in the next month but yes they are decorated and ready to go next up we have disney plus day which is not a day, but a week. Uh, Disney likes to announce things uh, and name it something <laughs> like, uh, you know, 50th anniversary, which is usually one day, but uh, they like to celebrate things not really literally. So an anniversary may last a year and a half. And in this case, Disney plus day is actually Disney plus week. So they're celebrating their anniversary of Disney plus, which has, I think, been around for two years now. And uh, this goes through Monday, November 8th through Sunday, November 14th. And I believe the first uh, couple days, they are offering Disney Plus, a month of it, for $1.99. 
So what is usually eight bucks or $9, I think at this point, it is only $2. So looks like they're trying to entice either former or um, non-existing uh, Disney Plus subscribers, and hopefully they can kind of entice them to come and subscribe for a buck ninety-nine for the first month, and then I believe it goes to the normal price after the first month. But hey, I mean, if you aren't a subscriber yet, I guess it's a good time to to join the Disney Plus family, and uh, you get your first month for a pretty low price. And yeah, there's a lot more uh, with this announcement with the Disney Plus kind of celebration. They've got a bunch of uh, I think like exclusive partnerships with like AMC theaters, I think, I don't know. There's a lot and they're going to be rolling out a ton of Disney plus shows and movies for the next week and uh, some other kind of in-person events. I think they have events in New York in Nashville and LA. So some major markets there, I think they're going to have some pop-ups in the city. Don't know what those look like, but uh, if you're curious and want to see how they're celebrating and what you can kind of, uh, you know, take part in, uh, you can go to DisneyPlus.com. Uh, uh, I'm plugging a Disney website, but DisneyPlus.com backslash Disney Plus Day for more information. So if you're curious, go there and see what's uh, all going on there. But the biggest piece of that news is if you're not a subscriber, go ahead and subscribe for $1.99. Next up, we have a Disneyland job fair. Uh, this is taking place uh, November 9th and 10th. Uh, so it's a two-day event uh, from 9 to 3 p.m., and yeah, they're actually at the, by the time this is coming out, it's going to be tomorrow and the next day. But uh, yeah, it looks like they have a kind of a big need for uh, food and beverage uh, cast members, uh, culinary and custodial cast members as well. So unfortunately, it looks like it's kind of the least desirable positions, you know, um, at the resorts. I don't, you know, I think people, if they could choose, you'd go, I want to be a ride operator or I want to uh, you know, work at the Emporium on Main Street. So I think, you know, they have a harder time filling these roles. So, uh, and you may be aware of the uh, tough employment situation that this country as a whole is dealing with. So, uh, of course, a giant company like Disney gets affected in a bigger way than most uh, employers do uh, just because of the scale, right? They're hiring thousands, whereas a small business hires tens of people. So anyways, they are offering a thousand to $1,500 signing bonuses, depending on the role, I believe. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a kind of a sad state of affairs when they uh, have to have these things because I don't know if it's either a shortage or, I, you know, I, I don't want to get too far into this because it kind of gets political, but I know there's, you know, hesitation from some folks that are in the service industry that don't want to go back to work because they feel like, hey, you know, I'm making a certain amount and I'm experiencing or, uh, you know, yeah, this is going to get rough, but you know, during COVID there were definitely some contentious, uh, I'm sure situations these employees were put in and they were like, okay, I can either go to work and, you know, make X amount and not be super happy with my life, or I can go home and not really have to put up with this. So I think you're going to have to find a, you know, middle ground here and maybe Disney offers that they're right in the middle of a uh, and talks with their employees right now on a, uh, a requested wage increase, I know, from Disneyland employee employees. So hopefully, you know, they get that resolved and then they'll see folks maybe uh, applying in bigger numbers once they get that uh, kind of wage dispute resolved. But yeah, they're holding a job fair. So, I mean, I don't know. If you're interested and want to work at Disneyland, 
uh, this is a good week to go and try and get a, uh, a job with the resort. Next up, we have Web Slingers. Uh, the Spider-Man ride in DCA is actually going standby. So there's a standby line available as of November 4th. And yeah, I mean, less less pressure to get those boarding passes or boarding group numbers uh, at 7 a.m. in the morning. So it, uh, yeah, it's a, a, a curious uh, decision by Disney. I Maybe they're seeing less demand for that ride, uh, you know, compared to Rise of the Resistance. So I think it's a step in the right direction. I, you know, I, some folks really don't like waking up uh, super early in the morning or, you know, being on their phones, what, at noon, right? Is that when the next boarding group opens up? So, you know, less less pressure to get another reservation, right? You, you, currently, you have to deal with park reservations, dining reservations, and attraction reservations. So one less reservation to get uh, is nice for families. So uh, again, I, I see this as a good move. Uh, if you want to wait in line uh, for, you know, 60 minutes, you can ride the ride and you don't, you know, less pressure to, to uh, be on the phone trying to nab a reservation. So curious, uh, but yeah, Disneyland going uh, standby with uh, Web Slingers. Our final news story takes place uh, across the country over at Walt Disney World, but uh, the new Swan Reserve Hotel has opened up and uh, is actually part of the Swan and Dolphin Resort, if you hadn't gathered that by the name. But uh, yeah, it's a new hotel and uh, it opened on November 3rd and uh, actually looks really, really nice. Um, it's 349 rooms, uh, that includes 151 suites for you fancy folk. And uh, some of those rooms actually have park views, which would be pretty awesome to get. I'm assuming that doesn't uh, come with a really cheap price tag, but uh, it's a sweet option. Uh, but yeah, it, it does really look cool. Um, kind of higher scale. I mean, it's uh, definitely not a Holiday Inn Express. It's not the Ritz-Carlton either. So I think it kind of fits somewhere in the middle there. Um, maybe a nice... Uh, a nice Hilton property is kind of what I do, but I say all that um, to it's actually Marriott. So um, it's not a really official Disney owned hotel. Uh, Marriott, I believe rents the space uh, in the, in the Disney world resort. But uh, so yeah, pro tip actually, since it is a Marriott property, you can use Marriott points to book it. So uh, if you're into the kind of travel credit card game um, or just travel a lot and you kind of, uh, you know, accumulate Marriott points just by booking uh, through them, you don't need to use a credit card, uh, you know, this could be a good redemption for you guys. So instead of paying, you know, $1,500, $2,000 for your room, uh, you can offset that cost uh, with some points. So uh, that's really the only property you can use points on uh, for to stay on uh, Walt Disney uh, property. So um, yeah, you, you get the convenience of being on property close to all the action, uh, but less cost since you can kind of offset that with points. So, uh, if you aren't kind of in the travel game and you're like, oh, that's actually a good excuse for me to kind of dabble, um, in, in the points game, uh, that's a good excuse. So either you get a Marriott branded credit card or, uh, you go, you know, the, uh, chase route and get one of their travel credit cards you can use there you know it's a whole it's a whole thing you can transfer points it's this whole ecosystem of transferring and all that good stuff um, I won't dive too far into it but um, if you haven't tried it or haven't been interested and you're a big Disney fan it may worth uh, it may be worth a peek all right thank you so much for listening to uh, this week's episode again I apologize for the kind of different format but it has been quite a busy week uh, but I wanted to get something out to you guys and add a little value to your week 
so you don't have to sit and uh, you know consume all this news with your eyes. You can just listen to it while you drive or, or do something else around the house. So again, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us this week. We will be back next Monday for another episode of Market House. If you aren't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Market House Podcast. And uh, folks, have a great week. We'll see you next week. 